everyone, this is Once Upon IV, where we take a deep dive, deep dive into the international baccalaureate. Here we're going to bust myths and misconceptions and hopefully give you some helpful tips. Our hosts are Ruben, Stop. Isabella, Hi there, uh, me, Paulina, and George. Hi. Today, our guest is Jay. Please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Jay. Um, okay, so the first question we usually ask on our podcast is what subjects do you take and at what levels? Right. Uh, um, I take uh, eco, um, higher level, um, history, higher level. Uh, what classes do I have? Um, English, higher level. That should be. Um, Math, AI, standard level, I think that's it, ESS, um, yeah. Great. Uh, and then I think we have a bunch of questions today about the group three individuals and societies, I think. Right, George, can you start us off? Yeah, so Jay, uh, what is ESS? And what is sports, health, and science? Or um, maybe if you don't know about sports, health, and science, just start us off on the ESS. Yeah. Well, ESS is uh, environmental um, social sciences, uh, something like that. I'm, I'm not um, entirely sure. Um, was, sorry to interrupt. In, in, it's environmental systems and societies, I think it was. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's basically like a biology um, with part of uh, geography, like a combination of both. Um, and it covers um, a wide range of both topics. And I think, Isabella, you probably know about the sports and health, right? Um, it's just the same as. Um, Yes, uh, so it's both a science and uh, humanities, and it goes more towards health. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so it's that it's the same idea as ESS that it's you can both use it as a group three subject and a group four subject. Uh, how about the next question you had for for Jay George? Jay. How do you study for eco and history? Um, for eco, um, personally, I would, because um, we have these packets that the teacher gives us, um, we just have to revise everything that's on the packet. Um, personally, I don't. Um, I mean, I am failing the class, so like, um, history, on the other hand, um, we have like five different books that we have to read and the teacher would assign us a, a test on one of the books and give us the chapters that we have to revise. Um, I would just read the chapters the night before and try to memorize as much as I could for the test the next day. I mean, fair enough. And Polina, you do, e, uh, you do economics as well, right? So how would you study for those tests? 
Um, I mean, I personally study the exact same way as Jay. I just look over the worksheets and like if I have questions, I ask the teacher, obviously. Um, but um, yeah, it depends, I guess, on how the teacher is able to teach the subject in your own school. Um, with us, it's just a worksheet. You do the work. If you have questions, you ask the teacher. And then you have the test every unit. But I don't think that's the best approach, personally, for me, because sometimes the worksheets don't give enough explanation or there isn't um, enough exercises to practice. We also have an economics book, which can be sometimes really helpful. But I think if he had maybe a different approach, a more exciting approach, I would enjoy the subject more. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I usually, I find it a bit difficult to, with the worksheets. I, For me, it takes too long. It doesn't work like that. So how I usually study is I'll go over the worksheet, try to go over that. And then on top of that, I'll just read over the book, like the chapter. I'll reread it, sort of skim through it, see what's important, what I'm missing. Try to sort of understand what's going on, like the graphs, for example. If you have a PED curve, and it's sort of important to know when, what, and then if it's greater than one and that sort of thing, I wouldn't be able to get that from a worksheet. So that's where I think it would be for the humanities in particular, like the, in the individuals and societies group three, I would say that you're just the rule of thumb is to sort of study, study from the book. Not really. I mean, would you agree with that? Um, I would also say that, of course, it depends from subject to subject. And this is just... Uh an overall um, impression. And um, I would also like to mention that um, Group 3 Individuals and Societies has um, 10 courses. So business management, economics, geography, global politics, history, information technology in a global society, which is ITGS, um, philosophy, psychology, social and cultural anthropology, and world religions. So that's all the subjects that IB offers uh, for group three. Well, I wouldn't know about any of that because I don't study. So next question, uh, Jay, what's the difference between history, HL and SL? Um, so we do have one more lesson per week. Um, we study different materials. Um, in history standard level we would learn about um the second world war and uh just it's a it's a broader um range of things we talk about whereas in uh, the higher level lessons we pinpoint and we focus on a specific um series of events so i would say we go more in depth than the standard level um classes But would you say it's more information only? Does it make it more difficult, or what is your what is your impression so far? I would say it is more difficult, um, as in I rarely do study, and during uh, standard level tests, there are some questions that you could answer with common knowledge or just very basic knowledge, like everyone knows. Um, Hitler from World War II, whereas in uh, the higher level things, we talk about Bismarck, who's uh, 
lesser known, I'd say. Um, and it's more challenging as you may or may not have prior knowledge to that and you have to study. Okay, um, so I'm not really sure about this. So this is another question. But did you take uh, history in the prior year? So in NYP5? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, and how would you compare the information you got in NYP5 compared to the things you're learning about right now? Would you say they're more intense, more interesting, more difficult? I would say that they are both um, quite similar in terms of uh, the, in the information we learn. Um, I wouldn't exactly say it's more difficult because we did have more assignments in uh, MIP5, whereas now we only have like tests every two or three weeks. Um, I would say that we do focus on a singular topic more. In MYP5, you uh, learn about World War One, World War II, uh, mythology, etc., etc. But now it's just one topic that is World War Two, and we just do everything um, about the topic. So that makes it harder because uh, you know if you have half of the year focused on one unit, you're bound to uh, go a lot more in depth and learn a lot more about singular topic yes and history is that also a an essay based subject right yeah we do so have some write a lot yeah learning about like the structure and the correcting the correct uh, formats of essays and stuff yeah is there any tip you would like to give related to the his how to write a good essay for history or find good sources opcvl um you you have to use the correct format um and you have to refer to uh texts that are found to uh, back up your uh, statements and uh how would you say the workload is between the, the two subjects you take now as in uh as, like which one would you say gives more work would you say history or economics right now um, I'd say eco because we have packets, basically uh, new packets every few weeks and the teacher uh, makes us finish the packets, whereas in history we don't really have like homework. And uh, for ESS, um, so we talked last time about how ESS is, uh, is a science and what is the humanities side of ESS? Um, I would say humanities is part of ESS because it's such a um, not sciencey subject compared to uh, chemistry, biology, or physics. We don't have complicated formulas. I mean, we do, but not as much. We don't go in depth that much to the scientific element, and we talk about like the environmental impact, um, how what people could do to uh fix it and it's like i would say it um goes less into the sciency and it has the uh not sciency part and there's geography where we talk about the land and that's not part of science all right um so another question another follow-up question is 
if you had the choice um, of like choosing um, other subjects and not specifically history or economics or ESS, is there something else you would go for or would you still pick the humanities, uh, the individuals and society subjects? I personally would never pick a science subject willingly. Like even ESS is like on the brink of uh, me not wanting to pick, but like I have to, so yeah. Um, I would say that if we had music or a drama for uh, this year, which we don't, um, I would pick that. But uh, otherwise, I think my current selection of classes is the um, what I would always choose. Yes. And to go back, I just want to mention. Oh, sorry. No, you go first. I just wanted to mention that um, IB does offer music, but our school doesn't offer music as a DP subject. So if you are thinking about having music or drama, I'm not really sure about drama, but there is music that as a DP subject. So please check out and see if your school does offer it because that might be a possibility for you. Uh, yeah, my question was, uh, what kind of people do you think are best suited to do history and ESS? Is there like a specific type of person or is it for everyone really? I would say, uh, or if you're not into science, if you're not into math, if you don't like looking at numbers, um, take history and ESS. Um, and if you're into like research, um, and reading and writing, um, then you would also be pretty suitable to pick a history and ESS. I think that's a question more for the for Ruben and Paulina than Jay. But um, you guys also take economics, and how is it going for you guys? Um, right. So economics, right? Um, so yeah, as I said before. I think the method of teaching personally with our teacher is not the best, not very exciting, does not keep you engaged throughout the lessons. Um, but I think the subject overall is very interesting. It is very connected to math, so if you don't like maths, I would not recommend taking it. And it is a lot of memorizing things, like um, definitions and things like that. Um, so if you um if you're not really into calculating and memorizing and being more analytical with the subject then i would not recommend it but otherwise it's a good pick and a lot of uh, universities also require it if you're going to something like business um yeah so it depends on what you like Um, and Ruben, so you're taking maths a a higher level. Does yeah. it help in uh, there? Is there I a mean, connection between economics and maths? A I'll be level? honest. The maths we do in economics is quite simple. Honestly, uh, it's all addition, uh, multiplication, and uh, some sort of form of that. And I wouldn't say compared to what we do in the higher level maths, where there's the arc cause. Uh, or the arc sec, and then you compare it to the graph of three uh, x squared plus blah blah blah. You find the points of intersection. It's nothing like that so far. It's really just 
the basics, maths, basic plotting, uh, not even honestly, you just, I think if you could probably do this without any prior maths knowledge. So that's what I would say on the matter. Uh, I don't, don't, do we have any more questions? Because I think there's not that much you can talk about for the uh, group three subjects, because it, at least our school doesn't offer that many and you only take two anyway. So I don't really think we have any more questions or anything we can talk about, is there? I also don't think so. Should we talk about CAS then or something else? Oh yeah, that works too, yeah. So Jim, just yeah. class three or just classes in general um what i have found out um well in my 12 years 13 12 13 years of ib um you have to have a genuine passion in the classes that you pick um even i would say even if they don't correspond to the university that you're going to or the direction you have in mind at the moment because you never know you might change the direction um and just pick what you like and have a genuine passion for the subject so that you would actually be interested and you won't feel too forced because the main problem i face now is that while i am not interested in like a good 80 percent of subjects and i i am failing a lot of them because of that um and the few classes that that i really like like history i average at like a six or seven and that's just because i'm into the class so that i put more effort and i think that's extremely important just do what you like and yeah i'd agree with that honestly uh, it can be a bit tricky sometimes though if you because you can't like every subject i think that'd be very difficult to do but you you do have to try to like it otherwise you're just going to end up just failing the year because you're not you're not focused you're not studying that sort of thing uh so i i completely agree with what jay has just said also if you're having a problem with the unit like this one specific unit from this subject just think that it's just one part of the things that you have to learn and yes you're going to have to learn about it even if you like it or not but it's just a very small part of what you really need so if you if you don't like the unit just remember that there is much more to do yeah yeah i think that's like that but uh, yeah, on to CAS. Uh, Jay, how is your CAS going for you? Uh, how are you finding it? Um, yeah, no, not going too well. Um, it's kind of hard because you have to do something every week and me being um, the procrastinating sort, I would wait until the midnight of every week to do something um and even then i think i have missed a few weeks yeah i'd say it's pretty challenging yeah fair enough but uh, what are your projects that you have now do you mind us asking i had one of photography which i did for since uh september last year mm -hmm. uh, which i finished around a few weeks ago 
Mm-hmm. And I'm starting with the uh, the Discord ISP community. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Nice. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, so I'm, I'm assuming, do you have, I'm assuming you've not really got any group three subjects that are influencing your cast right now, are there? No. No. Uh, do you see that happening in the future or not at all? No, not at all. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. Mm. You mentioned you're, uh, you're a procrastinator. So how do you get stuff done? Of course you, oh my God, sorry. Let me reorganize <laughs> this. Um, how do you keep yourself motivated even though you know you don't have enough, like as much time as you would like to have? Because if you leave stuff at the last moment, you know, I mean, don't you get nervous? Don't you get, I mean, scared that something might happen or not? I, I wouldn't say I get nervous or scared because I am extremely used to the feeling. But stressed, um, I do feel stressed um, all the time. And I would say the best way to deal with stress personally is to just ignore the stress and just, you know, if the deadline was today at 5 p.m. and you didn't start, just don't do it and wait, you know, a few weeks when you feel uh, like. Hold on. <laughs> I don't think that's the sort of thing we should be telling our viewers. I mean, uh, yeah, that's just me, but like. That's that's one of the ways you can do it. Yeah, it's not really how you're meant to do it because uh, depending on the teacher, some of them will just decide to give you a zero if you don't hand it in on time. But I think maybe a way to solve procrastinating is to possibly start earlier. Maybe you don't think so, maybe? Or you just do that and you get a zero and a zero is gonna like make you, it might make you like more aware and make you want to work better. Yeah, fair enough, but you can't do that too many times because you will probably true. get kicked out of school. Especially at this grade, yeah. So especially if you're higher up in DP, yeah. I don't know how I'm uh, how I'm gonna pass this year, but uh... yeah, no, I'm sure you will. It's, honestly, if you're failing now, it's just the beginning of the year, so I wouldn't worry too much. You've still got six months or so to get that grade up. So yeah. Hopefully. Mm, can anyone else They're think gonna be fine. Do you have any more questions, guys, George, Helena? No. Um, I think, wait, maybe oh. like, how do you get ideas for Cass? I mean, sure. Uh, Jay, would you like to tell us how you get any ideas? Or maybe George, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Jay first, and then we'll ask George. He hasn't said anything in a while. He's been a bit shy today, uh, but I'm sure he'll have some very good suggestions about cast. Well, um, I'd say just the first step I took was to find what I'm interested in. Um, if there's nothing there, think what you have always wanted to do, but never had the time or just never got yourself to do that. Um, I did photography, which is something that I've just never been bothered to do. But one day I'm like, hey, let's try this out. I mean, it's a school project. I'm not doing this for nothing. And the school offers a lot of uh, 
cast opportunities like the music house or the uh, eco club and they're all pretty nice i would say so you yeah and if you really can't find anything or think of anything you could always go to your supervisor or a friend and just ask them for advice because more often than not they will think of something with you oh great advice and uh george let's hear from you how do you come up with your genius cast ideas um i've only had two and so far and they're both just like jay said things i've always wanted to do but i never really felt like i needed to do it because i don't have a reason but now cast is a thing and i actually have to do stuff so might as well do those things um, and, and what were your two projects then um i'm learning piano which is going awful and this podcast wow. which is going a little less awful well i mean wow guys i think yeah you should flood our instagram dms and be grateful for george because without george you wouldn't have our beautiful podcast so if you are listening to this and you hear this biggest mistake of my life no george <laughs> oh lord please do send us an instagram dm and just uh, some appreciation for George. He's a bit shy sometimes. And please follow at George Aloni on Instagram. Fair enough. He's deserved it. Uh, I guess it's time for our bit, our small little closer. Uh, so uh, I would like to thank Jay for being our special guest today. Um, next week we're going to talk about Group Five Mathematics. Um, and we're going to have two special guests. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week. And uh, I think that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast about the IB system. If you have any questions, please do send us at the end on Instagram. Goodbye. Bye bye.